Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Brent. This is Hold Hi, Up. Brent. This Hi. is a show <laughs> where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. You know, my pappy used to say, he who fights and runs away can run away another day. Cue the theme song. Who be a security is worth a damn anyway? Everybody's got a gun. You have to look at your car. That got that car? Just one from the top would be sufficient. In 1994, we got a movie from Lethal Weapons director Richard Donner called Maverick. A Same Western here. movie about Tom Cruise as a fighter pilot in the Old West. And he uh, shoots down James Garner's plane and uh, Jodie Foster rescues them. James Garner. Wrong. So this is a movie about a scoundrel. Um, what do you call people who rip other people off? Confidence man? No, he's a... He's not that. He's a gambler. He's, he's just a, a gambler. No, they are con... No, he's a gambler. He's a oh, card player. He's, okay, no. All right, so here's some disagreements coming already. Okay, so Maverick is a dude and he is... Uh, looks like he's a gambler. And he's going to get hung, uh, and he's really just trying to make it to this big poker game so he can win a half million dollars, which back in the Old West would relate to, uh, in today's dollars and post-recession, North America, half a million and one dollars. Uh, I'd like to dispute that number. No, you can't. That okay. is wrong. Uh, and then uh, they get mixed up with Jodie Foster along the way, and uh, she is kind of a card player as well. I'd say another scam artist. She's a scam artist. Yeah, they're all scam artists. She's a con for sure. And uh, Crazy Hands, James Coburn doing his finger thing. What's up, James Coburn? Crazy Hands. <laughs> <laughs> he does a fist raise at the end, he's and he's got, got like a weird way of lifting his fist. Like, he's, he, yeah. like, like he broke he his wrist make when a he was fist. young. He's, yeah, he's just got the hands. Anyway. He's always trying to do the, the fisting, anal fisting fist. Great. That's true. <laughs> Get the initial. He's <laughs> got a pokey, fingery <laughs> fist. James Corbin. the weirdest high five ever. Oh, my. Okay, so first things first. Yeah. The voiceover in this movie, terrible. I fucking, fucking as soon as that go. started, I was like, Colin's going to fucking hate on this. Gotta right go. Instantly. Gotta go. It's like, I was riding a donkey. Guess what? I'm not <laughs> fucking blind. I could see you riding a donkey. Thanks, jackass. These men were mean to me. Yes. Yes. What a surprise. <laughs> Gone. Like, first of all, that was a huge problem. And you know so what? Wait, you didn't like that? No. And the voiceover <laughs> disappears halfway through the movie. So there's no voiceover the last half of the movie. So why is there in the first I half of the movie? I think there is again at the Fuck very off. end, isn't there? No. No, there's not. He's like, That's and right. then it's the end. And there's a shittiest freeze frame of, of Mel Gibson with a shit-eating grin with a cigar in yeah. his mouth. Whose fucking idea was that? <laughs> That's Donner. terrible. Jump right to the end. Way to go, Donner. <laughs> you usually have to bring me back, but now I'm bringing you back. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, if you buck-ended this <laughs> like, movie... There's we... voiceover at the beginning and a shitty freeze frame at the end. I'd like to call it. <laughs> Yeah, like, what are you going to do with the rest of this fucking movie? What's in between? Let's can, talk about that. So well, this uh, is going to be quite the ride. Can oh, we call God, the director, yeah. can we call him Dick Donner? Yeah, yes, I can. prefer okay. that we do. Dick we'll Donner. call him DD. Double D, Dick Donner. I'd like to say General Dick Donner. Um, let me start with a positive here and say that oh, all good. of the actors in this movie are fucking charming as fuck. As fuck. Everyone's so goddamn charming. I love everybody in this movie. Yeah, they're Graham all Green super likable. Is given such a horrible part to work with here. It's he's very racist. He's fucking awesome. But he's great. Um, Who are you talking about? Graham Green. He's the, he's the native, the uh, native chief. guy that 
that yeah. uh, indigenous guy See, that Mel I Gibson found was it, friends with. I mean, yeah. maybe back in '94, but I found like all the the this so the cliche. Yes, but it was like, but it was like borderline racist. But it, but that's okay. But if the way the way it was directed and written and acted is almost like they're always looking at the camera and winking, and it's just like I don't fucking need that. Like yuckety oh, yuck. I don't find shit. that at all. And I think that it's funny because it's not racist at all because he's not at all fucking the stereotypical Indian. He is that way for the Russian oligarch because yes. that's what his perception of yeah. the natives are. Yeah. Which, which Where is Graham like, Greene is just like like Mel Gibson. He just living just natively, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying it's racist. I'm just saying it's like a little too cheeky for me. It's just like wah wah. Oh, and it's I just think like, I think that stuff's funny. I the just, native stuff for me is all funny because they all the community there is great. It's there's nothing weird about it. All the weird like racist takes on it are merely. For that fucking Russian guy. I know. It's just that whole, that's just the whole detour once again in the movie that like the, you didn't need to have. I know he's trying to get his money back and stuff, but yeah, there's all part of his joy, this, this, his journey. This script is like, I mean, if I'm going to be nice about it, the script is what I would refer to as wandering. This fucking script, <laughs> script wanders. Yeah. But isn't that the point of it? I don't know. I, the poker I game is just so. meant to be an accent mark on the rest of the movie well, the, as a journey. The, po a, the poker it's, game it's an is adventure like movie. the last, the last, the end of the movie. Well, it's weird too because they start out with him being in peril, uh, being hanged, and then they go back a little ways to show how he got there. But then there's like 40 minutes after yeah, like where they bring it back. Through. So I was questioning why the hell they even felt yeah, the need just, to do that. Just edit that out and the voiceover. To voice show him over. riding into town on his donkey. donkey. Yeah, done. No voiceover. Yeah, no, that's better. And also, it's funnier to see him riding in a donkey without the voiceover. It because, totally is. You'd be like, what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, because you're like, why is this happening? It's really funny. So yeah. why do you have voiceover and why do you have that opening? It's really weird editing choices. And you can really feel that that voiceover was added secondary, that it wasn't intended in the script because of all of that so like yeah. that was done later it is super bad that movie is instantly way better just with him riding in because then you have all the questions on your own you're like why is he on a donkey like what's yeah, going on totally 100 and then he gets there and he's like he's like i'll sell this donkey to you and they're like what that donkey's not worth a dollar and he's like sold yeah like that right there shows like he's not intentionally riding the fucking thing there's something happened what happened right and it doesn't even matter what happened you just know that he's down on his luck it's yeah it's actually much better storytelling it's great yeah, yeah, but they didn't do that. No. So they get no marks. Who didn't do <laughs> no, that? No. Dick Donner. Dick Donner didn't Double do that. Double D fucked it up again. <laughs> Deputy Dick Donner. Uh, and so this movie was released after Lethal Weapon 3, but before Lethal Weapon 4, I think. Did Richard Donner direct Lethal Weapon 4? All of them, I believe. Okay, I thought he did too. So... He has an, there's a funny little bank robbery scene uh, where uh, Danny Glover and apparently Corey Feldman is on his bank robber crew. Uh, but you'd yeah, you'd never see it if you didn't know. Yeah, if you didn't know what you were looking for, you'd never see it. Um, Danny Glover sticks out. You yeah, could say. and that was a little funny, but they give each other that little wink and it's they have the music needed, though. Doo, doo. There's a bunch of that stuff in this movie where there's again. nods to different stuff. Like yeah. there's nods to lethal weapon a few times. Yeah. There's nods to the original Maverick a bunch of times. I know. And it's okay to do the original Maverick, but it makes no sense to have winky shit to lethal weapon. It makes no sense. Whatsoever. No, that's just him together. sucking his own dick. Dick Donner. Yeah. But yeah. Let's, but let's get back to the poker game. So mm -hmm. the beginning of the movie, he plays poker. And establishes that he's going to lose for an hour, and you he's going to poker because poker is pretty confusing. Yeah, you're right. He's going to play. He's so he's <laughs> playing cards. He's yeah. Playing cards. And uh, he says he's going to lose for an hour, 
um, to everybody, and he does, and he and he explains later, which I have no problem with that. It's about learning, learning their, their tells. tells. Yeah, all that stuff's good, but with the shit that's bad is um, when he gets in the fight with the uh, guys who bust in, and they're so like, "So this We're is kill ya. this is why I'm saying before that he's a con man, not a part. He he does play cards, but he's a con man. The whole purpose of this movie. Oh, I don't want to jump too far ahead because well, I'm cutting those, you off from what you were saying. Those but. guys are a seatbelt. Those guys are there so that if something goes wrong in the in the game, they're there to get hit. They're his escape plan. Because old old timey poker games, all you need is like what happens here, like one guy who's an actual gunfighter, or like a, a guy that's got a bad temper on him, to take ill with you winning a hand legitimately calls you a cheat something like that and all of a sudden like you in this day and age would be expected to like pull guns that's and, why and he does the that's dance. why he does the thing with the gunfighter where he shows him how fast he is so that gunfighter will not do that again yeah that gunfighter fucks with him and then he's like okay but don't do it again now i'm gonna put my gun back in my holster oh i'm gonna pull it again don't do it again and that fucking shuts that guy down which i like yeah i, I like, like that, that because too. you see that he's a legitimate badass he just doesn't he has no interest in that part of it but he's got the chops if he needs yeah. it but what's his end game with that little hustle? Because he's playing, he's doing okay. The, the, he doesn't know that gunfighter's going to be at the table, I'm guessing, since he rides into town cold on a donkey. I don't yeah. think he knows any of that stuff's and so, happening. And he there's just no signal, like, if, if there's someone at the table I don't like, I'll signal you and you come in and start a fight with me. That, yeah, it that was just going to come no and sense. happen anyway. Yeah. Then he gets dragged out, he wins the fight, he goes in, he flexes his big dick yeah. and at the gunfighter, at the Spaniard, and then they just sit down and play cards. So, like, what was the point? Also, it makes... I think the point was intimidation. And I, I, I get it that it's, it's kind of like a, it's a weird it, long shot. It makes, it but makes, I don't hate it. It makes no sense for two reasons. One, it makes no sense because, like John said, he just got there and he wouldn't have had time to set that up because he sh shows up and he goes to play cards right away. And secondly, it makes no sense that the Spaniard's scared of him because later the Spaniard beats the shit out of all four of those guys yeah. anyways by himself. And he's like twice the size of Mel Gibson. So when Mel Gibson comes back in and he's all scared of him, that makes zero sense. Well, but Mel Gibson also beats the shit out of all four of them there, plus proves that he's gun skills and stuff like that. Maybe the Spaniard has a little sense of like I know. self-preservation. They were pulling punches though. Anyway, yeah. No, but, no, they they but he doesn't know yeah, that, right? He doesn't like, know they that. He thinks it's a legitimate fight. So if you think, so there's a difference between fighting up a little guy that you're pretty sure you can wax and then fighting <laughs> a guy that might be like a total one-on-one -on -one thing. And he might just want to fucking play poker at that point. No, but and that's fine. But if and if the guy was and if the guy wasn't like Jeez, you got a barking dog. <laughs> My dog loves the movie. It, he doesn't like the And if the talking. guy wasn't such a cowarding wimp when Mel Gibson came back in and he just gave Mel Gibson some respect, that'd be one thing. But the guy's pissing his pants and that makes no sense. Yeah. I'm just saying. A guy that What's tough, so good about braveness? <laughs> I know, but a guy who's that tough would not fucking fold like that to Mel Gibson after that. He would he'd maybe respect him, but he would be like, please don't hurt me, Mel Gibson. Maybe please not, but yeah. it feels to me like getting caught in the minutia of the moment. I'm, like it's it's just I'm it's, just saying when know. I see that guy later beat them up, that that scene now made no sense to me. And like that I noted that immediately. I'm like, well, if this guy's this tough, he would have never cowered like he that. He does right. wax those guys. Like he chokes that one on the pole. No, that's what he I mean. Smacks a guy with a pan. Yeah, that Probably pan like face killing him and the confidence he has in doing it. Like he shows no fear, so it actually contradicts his character seen in the earlier exactly. part of the movie. Well, the rest yeah. of the movie is fearless badass. Alfred yeah, Molina, so no by sense. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he should have known that that didn't make any sense and fucking talk to dick, he, dick, double dick. You ain't gonna look dick. at your cards. Um. So so then Jodie Foster is thrown into the mix. Um. Now she is a uh, continuing stream along this movie, but there's no way. The Mel Gibson know, would have known he would have met her. So, uh, and 
so she's just there playing cards and they start conning each other a little bit and she's stealing from him and he's stealing from her. So, uh, but he never steals from her. I think he does. There's a later scene where he gives back things to her. At the very end. Is that the very end? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you don't does. see it till the end. He's like, oh, I stole this I don't, off And he wouldn't have time. stolen from her until after he starts treating her like crap and she overstarches his shirt. And Anyway, yeah. so that, that whole initial scene, all I could think about was, does he go into every town and like set up someone to come beat him up at a poker game? And like, cause The one thing I could understand is that playing a poker game just in a tavern, there's no dealer, there's no pit boss, nothing. So these are just random guys sitting down, all strapped, and going to be betting some decent money. So like, that's how fights and gunfights happen so maybe he's getting ahead of potentially future shitty situations but that's what i felt i felt like that was a safety precaution that he would set up he'd be like hey just like here's fucking because he has what does he have almost a quarter million dollars on him or twenty five thousand yeah which is like six hundred thousand dollars money yeah right so that's a lot of money so you could pay somebody a thousand dollars and be like wait outside the bar you guys yeah or a hundred dollars is what he pays those guys but you know what I mean? Like, hey, here's this money. All you got to do, I'm going to play poker for a few hours in there. Just chill out in the pub or outside of the pub and in view. If anything looks like it's going to happen to me, just come in and, and pretend like you're pissed at me. Yeah. And those guys would be like, easiest hundred bucks I ever made. Yeah. Well, I think he gave them five each because he wanted change. I think, yeah. So that's even cheaper. Yeah. So it cost them like 25 bucks or whatever. So then they, they're jumping on the ferry and off they go to uh, wherever they're heading in the stagecoach. Um, and so here's where we meet James Garner, uh, who unbeknownst to the audience until pretty much the very last scene of the movie is yeah. Mel Gibson's dad. And so now when rewatching it this time, um, I start to have issues with the tone of this movie because you have like serious peril, some serious characters and then mixed in is this weird humor that doesn't match for me. So here's an example. So knowing that Mel Gibson is James Garner's son, the riding in the coach and the dude up top is dead. That couldn't have been planned even for a couple of con men who have this long con. Their overall goal is to go play this poker tournament. And no matter how the poker tournament ends up, James Garner's going to steal the money and go off. So I'll get to this in a bit. I'll come back to it. The fact that Mel Gibson pulls that magic card and wins the tournament doesn't fucking matter. It didn't matter who was going to win because they were going to steal the money anyway. Yeah, I have a problem with that, but we're getting way ahead. Yeah, we're getting yeah, way ahead. So, the, so this, the stagecoach driver is dead now, and um, uh, they nominate Mel Gibson to go out and get it. And yeah, they goes, hit a the rock. Wheel's loose. Yeah, they hit a rock <laughs> as Mel Gibson's climbing up, and then Mel Gibson's like hanging off for his life and could die if they hit another rock or whatever. And James Garner, his partner in crime, is like, "Oh, he'll be fine." His and father. His father. Like, so it just doesn't. It, it doesn't no match. Sense. That makes no. He's really and and so then the coach almost goes off the cliff, and Mel Gibson's hanging off and pulls the gun on his own dad and is like, "Don't help me. Don't touch me." But then slips and is almost dying and is like, "Please help!" And the dad's like, "What was that? What was? Oh shit, he fell." Oh, our con is now dead, right? So there's a whole bunch of these kinds of scenes where he is. It just it it doesn't work when you're watching it a second time, knowing who these people Especially are. Especially when Jodie Foster is not around, because why is he exactly. keeping the charade up when they're by themselves? And how does it ruin their charade to like help him up on the roof of the coach and stop the coach? Like that's not something you take lightly. So that's like getting into more slapsticky comedy, which doesn't match with the rest of the tone of like there being serious gambling and, and some action and, and like peril. So this, like I used to think this movie was like really great because of that comedy. And, and this time watching it through, I started to question a lot more because 
there there are scenes you're you it appears you're meant to take more seriously uh and some romance thrown in and some action thrown in but then you got like a dad watching his son basically almost dead and being like oh he'll be fine I don't have yeah. a problem with any of the stagecoach stuff because that stuff doesn't really feel like that high stakes stuff until the cliff stuff. And then I was, because I have the same problem. Like, I'm like, he's his dad and they clearly still have a good relationship, right? You learn at the end that they're they're not like estranged or hate each other. Like, no. Um, so why, like, there's never really that concern. And you, you even watching James Garner really closely, because like I said, like I've seen this movie a lot of times mm-hmm. and I've analyzed a lot of it and you don't see James Garner pick up even like kind of like hesitate for a moment or like any little like small face kind of twitch that shows that there's a concern or anything else about these things happening. I kind of give the cliff thing a little bit because I feel like if it was urgent, Mel Gibson would be like asking for help desperately, but he's like still a little bit shy and proud. He's like help. And then James Garner's like, what's that? It's a big like, risk. It's a total big <laughs> risk. And I and I totally am on your side with it. I'm just you saying better like, be. there could be a little way where I would give it a grasp because if, if it was urgent and Mel Gibson was like desperately slipping that moment. I mean, you never want to give it a chance, obviously. That's not something that you want to tempt fate with. Just, but why just wouldn't he help point. him with the stagecoach? None of that makes any sense. No, like, like what sense. is he doing they're fooling by not Jody helping? Foster, so they're, they're dragging her yeah. along to, to keep up their I felt charade. like that was more just about being a dick. Because it's clearly, it's clear that they're both kind of dicks. But like, she they're, even, totally. They're scoundrelly dick types. But and, she even and questions. And so he would be like, yeah, she but even, she's like, what about the wheel? And he's like, the wheel's fine. Like, yeah. But she even quite, but it actually makes it weirder for her because she's suspicious that he's not helping him. Yes. Like, just fucking help him. Yeah, and it doesn't reveal that it's your son. You're just like, helping the guy, and he's like, oh, he can handle it. And also, like, that's there, not about, it doesn't that's not about hiding, anything. That's not about hiding the relationship. That's just about James Garner not wanting to do anything about it. But Jodie Foster... And, and Mel Gibson is his son, so he's like, you go fucking do it. And then he knows that Mel Gibson will protest, so he's like, the wheel over here is loose. And just the, the lever <laughs> but, needs to be pulled. So go deal with that but, and I'll do the wheel. But Jodie Foster and James Garner are also in peril. And he doesn't seem yes. like but, he gives but, a fuck. But no one, peril. But they don't know that there's a cliff coming up. They just think that no, the horses are loose. No, forget the cliff. Loose. There True. doesn't have to be cliff. What if but a runaway stage course, c- course there's by no itself road. isn't like a big problem. They're not I on the path. What, what are you fucking, fucking crazy? Path. It's all fucking flat. They desert. were driving over giant rocks. Yeah. There wasn't the giant rock. The rock was like this big. Who cares Still. how big it is? He could bust the wheel. Yeah. Like they're in peril and he just doesn't give a fuck. I, I, I feel like they're in at perilly. least broken bones peril. Yeah. Like, like se- se- severe injury. The horses go down. The cart flips. Someone punches someone in the eye and there's a broken wrist. But that's not something you want to get into on the way. For sure. Yeah. So, but he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But I also think that he thinks it's just a matter of like climbing out and doing that. And then when he's hanging off, he falls off. James Garner would be like, all right, I'll do it. Like you get the impression that James Garner feels that he could probably just like open the door and stop the coach with a minute. Maybe. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't take as big an issue with it, it as it's you just, guys. It's one thing of a couple that happened though is my, if, yeah, the, if this I, was the only part, I'd be like, okay, but then I'm there's the cliff and then there's the gunfight with the people who stole the, the music player and the money from the ladies. And he helps him a little bit he there, but him. not much. No, right. It could have gone much worse, especially since Mel Gibson relies on his ability to shoot guns out of people's hands. Yeah. Which is pretty which is also fucking from the hip. It's like ba-ding, well. ba-ding, or shooting a rock to fall on someone's head. Like all that could have went very wrong. He is too laissez-faire about everything. Yes. No no and, joke about and it. And so if the movie had that tone all the way through, I wouldn't have minded. But because there's so much dead serious 
like slow uh, dick donner really likes his slow-mo end scenes where the guys pull the guns they did that in pretty much every lethal weapon and now again here uh slow drawn on the spaniard and his and his buddies apparently the the shirt being the lucky shirt being ruined is also like a wink wink from lethal weapon 2 and leo yeah, ruins his exactly. lucky shirt oh. and lethal weapon and it doesn't yeah, see, fit that stuff and Come there's on. not nearly enough discussion about embezzling funds in this. Come on, you, that's what you got to take from. <laughs> from the, okay, okay, okay. And like I Western guess, drive-throughs, fucking you. Come on. And then like the wandering once again. Like they're just with the Indians and stuff like that. And when they go and get the money from those guys to to, and then he gives the money back. Nothing happened there. Yeah. Not, he didn't get three thousand dollars. So except that whole what's her name from Superman movie, was one of the women in peril. Margot Kidder. Yeah. <laughs> That whole section of the movie, nothing actually comes of it. No. So, like, it was written in there, so what? Like, I don't fucking... We le- nothing is learned, nothing is gained, nothing is lost. Yeah, it's just more of the... Yeah. It's just wandering. Yeah. yeah. That whole fucking thing, wandering. That, that whole part. thing could have been cut. It seems like they put that in there t- as a entrance to the Indian scene, whereas you don't really need any of that other shit No, the Indians could have just showed up when they were, met those people. Yeah. 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 Done. Or, uh, or just showed up and then he like, well, I guess no. I don't know. Are there is no fucking Indians I either because that goes, oh, he gets well, $1,000. But I like that the and funniest, I think it's funny and he does get money from it. Okay, so the funniest he does scene, get money. So that, it, no, it's true. Money. He gets, yeah, he gets 1000 which he needs. But the funniest scene is when Graham Greene asks to see what $22,000 looks like. And then Mel Gibson's oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, she stole it. He's like, get a hold of yourself, man. <laughs> You're embarrassing looking. me. People Everyone's are looking. looking. <laughs> I just wanted to see how to react. That's all. I like laugh my ass off at that. It actually, I think funny. that's super funny too. And when Mel Gibson goes, just everyone's been ripping me off lately. And Graham Greene puts his hand on his shoulder. He goes, hey, man. What are friends for? <laughs> and Mel Gibson gives him a look like, what the fuck kind of comfort is that? Or he rips him off later. Well, yeah. he rips him off then too. He and gets two grand out of the guy. And then that guy who he got the money from is the guy that Mel Gibson ends up approaching yeah. saying he killed an Indian. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets, he gets grand from him. Yeah. So that all goes it somewhere. It does go somewhere. So the Indian yeah. thing, it's a I Chekhov's find, gun. you could stay. Yeah. You could Literally st- kind of. You could stay with that. That That's fine because things actually come of it. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of wandering. Yeah, and like that also stuff. takes a long time to get to. Like they should have come up with that idea a lot sooner. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. The whole him riding the bike and stuff. Like all that's gone for me. Riding yeah. the bike with the... Yeah, you don't need stuff? any of... The, no, he the kid's pushing him on the yeah. bike. Yeah, you don't need any no of that. I like that stuff because that shows that they're all... like. It, I, I like that because it shows that he's, a, like, he's part of that community. Like he's like family to those guys. <laughs> he's a good friend. It is refreshing to see a Western that portrays... You know the the natives in a fun, a hundred percent normal. Like you guys know how to pick the well, spots. That's why I saying. love that part of the movie because it's just like it looks like like paradise kind of. These everyone's just out there living. Those Having things, fun. Like, those guys are in the canoe, yeah. like rolling by and, in the and, river as they're talking. And that probably and smoking takes, weed, and just smoking <laughs> weed, and that probably takes like fifteen seconds. So you could leave that in yeah. there. It's not like a huge problem. No. And but like yeah, the, definitely they needed to get to him getting the money faster. Yeah, Mary Margaret and Margaret Mary can go. Oh yeah, all that shit's gone. Yeah. That's super super red herring that goes nowhere. Come yeah. on, no one's marrying. I do. It, it is funny too when um, he's telling uh, Graham Greene to say all the things and point around at folks and yeah, a little bit of a stretch that he also speaks. He's like, oh, parlez-vous, uh, oh. and he's like, uh, <laughs> anglais, In por- savage. Yeah, how white man. Yeah, <laughs> that stuff's good. And yeah. then, so isn't it what happens after he gets the money for the native thing? He oh, goes he on gets the boat. hung. So get rid, I don't even get rid of the hanging stuff. 
Does he, he gets, get on the boat to take the money from the... No. He gets... Right, no, he gets he caught gets, and hung. gets caught and hung. I, How do they you, catch him? I'm trying again, to remember. I don't okay, think that's, that's, a bad, that's a bad scene too because he's riding on this trail... So like, how do they know he's there? Right. And then there's the horse stopped with the rifle oh, in, the, yeah. in the bedroll. And then he looks over and there's that guy laying there. So what did he say? He's like, he's like, keep your rifle in the horse and stuff, but just like go over there and lay down and we're all hidden somewhere. Yeah. And we'll all pop we'll out jump and out. then fucking attack him. Even yeah. the guy he rolls over doesn't look like he's in on it, like smiling. He looks like he's actually been woken up. Yeah, Even he does. though that guy is ugly as fuck. What happened to that guy's face? It looked like an <laughs> asteroid hit him. Yeah. So actually, Asteroid I would, face, I would yeah. also get rid of the hanging scene, too, because nothing comes of it because he doesn't get his money stolen. He Nothing happens to him. Also in that scene, he's like getting pulled by the horse, pulls his foot out of the boot just so he can sprinkle the fucking money out of his yeah. pant leg and then pick it up with his teeth. I was like, why? And have you guys ever seen $25,000? Like, what is that in? $1,000 bills? Maybe. Like it was how a pretty the fuck, thin roll. Yeah, all of their rolls And to are. stuff in his boot without being obvious enough and no one looks in his boots. You have to imagine that would it's probably like be a fairly common. Place. It's like 25 grand at hundreds. I yeah, think but that's a realistic. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think so. 250 bills. Like kind of how many? How many bills would that have to be? 250. Yeah, there's no fucking way that those. And that's not just his. It's everyone's roll. Did you see what the Commodore threw, threw in? Yeah. yeah the his Commodore. Was like, his was like a gold uh, Mastercard. Like, it was like 10 bucks in there. I didn't see because I was too horrified looking at his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so all i'm saying is like get rid of that too speed yeah. this fucking movie up two hours and six minutes yeah and it also has like nine endings so like fuck you as well on that yeah like because i get bored by the time they get to the very very end like i'm just like well this fucking end well the poker like, is not end. the poker is not <laughs> exciting the whole all the poker stuff like so people weren't as big into poker no. back in the day back in 94 when this was released probably but not yeah. none of the poker is based on good hands or anything it's just like some fucking western voiceover whatever that band is um yeah there, 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 there. Anyway, um, and it's just like you win. <laughs> that you win. Me at all. You're upset. You're upset. Oh, oh you're cheating. Yeah. Throw the them montage. over the edge. The, the, like, the whole montage with that is bad. Oh, I'll tell you something else. I don't. I, I've played a lot of Hold'em, but have you ever played five card draw? Oh god. Yeah. You get no fucking hands in that. No. Everyone has like four of a kind. That fucking never happens. A pair. A pair is that king. guy was dealing out. From the bottom well, the no, back, but though. I'm saying other people and other hands in the montage had fucking four of a kind and full houses yeah. and flushes. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so the, it's it doesn't it's yeah. So that movie is not about the cards at that at that scene and drawing hands and stuff too. Like uh, his his you draw more than once, I believe. In, you in get five. twice. You, you can. Get two. It depends on how you play. You I guess one draw two, two draws. draws. But um, so when he puts his hands on the uh, when he puts his hands on the deck in the beginning and he says he wants to cut to the card. Yeah. That also, I'm sure Brent was going to say that because I saw him when you were mentioning it. It makes no sense at the end. Because at the beginning, he says, I, I always thought that I had this skill where I could cut, where I could, where I could um, cut to a, a card yeah. or, or like know what card was coming. But right? the Spaniard. But the Spaniard yeah. slides the card to him, right? And at the end, when his dad's like, how'd you do that? And he's like, I can't tell you. And you never believe me. And he's like, well, what? Just tell me, I'll believe you. And yeah, he goes, magic. magic. 
No, it wasn't. Because you no. never said you had magic. You said that you were psychic at the beginning. And you didn't have you, magic, yeah. Yeah, so, you don't have the magic to be able to turn the card. You said it's never happened once. Pl- and never. And they were dealing that fucking deck. That that, oh that dealer God. was a mechanic. So the it's, ace isn't was on the, worst, the top. He was the worst mechanic ever because you see him take the cards off the table with one hand and then throw his other hand over top with the new deck. Yeah. It's not even like a trick move if you see that scene in the movie. I know it's for the audience's benefit, Yeah, but anyone sitting there would have been like what and if you have a loaded deck don't load it so you have to fucking bottom deal more obviously you'd load it so you're dealing out the cards Tops. yeah you, you deal out the top to everyone else and you deal out the bottom to the guy that you're feeding and it also made and so he deals out alfred molina off the bottom and then fucking uh gibson wants the card so he would give him normally one off the top you not would off think the bottom, yeah right? you you just you would let that ace of spades nowhere near if you wouldn't give it a chance Ugh. and also you wouldn't even have it why in your not call deck. that hand dead as cheating why not why does mel gibson he asked not for say, a cut in a new shuffle in the cheating. middle of the hand you yeah. can't fucking do okay, that okay but but explain this to me too because later on he asked if angel is in on it or he says i didn't know angel is in on it. so why was why was the deck rigged so that angel would win angel would win because angel had a fucking a straight flush and they only gave he only gave his boss four of a kind yeah so why is he fucking mechanic dealing the other guy to have a better so you have to steal the fucking money at the end because if if the best way to do it is um is uh what's his fuck wins right the yeah. the commander or what a commodore or whatever wins, right yeah. and he wins. doesn't have to steal anything and then that's it yeah. yeah you on that hand you fucking mechanic it out he gets the fucking royal flush yeah. the other dinks get whatever they get it doesn't fucking matter as you long as give Alfred good molina hands. the losing hand that's yeah, the best it, way exactly and then you fucking dink donk them out and they fucking win it makes and then no there's sense. no need for the fucking uh for the general cooper or, or whatever sheriff cooper to, to lose his fucking reputation yeah it makes no stuff. sense. No, it's just, it, that's it's it, all and horrible. Parties on the boat. And it makes the huge reveal for him getting the fucking royal flush at the end uh, useless. Because who cares if he wins or not? It was always going to be stolen, and they were always just going to get it back. And it also sh- doesn't show Maverick is a skilled poker player. No. Because he just got dealt. And also, like, <laughs> what kind of a mechanic even fucking... His deck... He was dealing off the bottom and he was dealing off the top and his deck was obviously rigged. So you're telling me his deck was rigged to give four of a kind, a straight flush and a possible royal, royal flush to everyone at the table. Who fucking stacked that deck? The stupidest fucking person in the world? Yeah. It makes no sense. It you also, get action. It happens at tables where they where they give everyone hands so that they get the action. And their yeah, guy but, gets yeah. the but you got to make sure that... can work that out. No I know, problem. but you got to make sure that the guy that you want to win gets the best hand out of yeah, the hand. Totally. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It made no sense how Mel Gibson had those four spades all in a fucking row. Like that hand was the stupidest fucking hand that yeah. a mechanic dealt ever. Yeah. Well, to give your boss the losing hand. Yes, that. A yeah. four of a kind and two other guys with fucking straight flushes. Yeah, yeah. No, you take you take that hand and you you adjust it all. You go one turn to the left with everyone's hand. Yes. The Commodore gets the royal. And actually, with Mel Gibson getting the card off the top of the deck, and since he he wasn't cutting cards, that was always going to be the ace of spades. Then that is exactly what this the deck was set up to give Mel Gibson. But never mind that my biggest issue with the poker is, is that, that they splash the pot fucking, okay that's Fuck. the second everyone slow rolls do you know how many oh. gunfights there would be the commodore never doesn't slow roll such a dick you cannot fucking do that the if you're gonna beat the scenes guy, with mel gibson playing poker at that table with the gunfighter and everybody else he slow rolls and mel gibson at one point gambles like this he goes well there's your hundred to call you and 
I'll whatever this is. Yeah. He says, I guess a hundred or whatever. And then he splashes. Yeah, yeah, he throws it right splashes. in the middle with everything oh, else. Oh, I'd punch him. I fucking hate There's that. another scene when Mel Gibson <laughs> finishes scene. at the t- first table he's at in the tournament. He's playing with this old quiet guy. And the guy lays down his cards for Mel Gibson to see. And then Mel Gibson slides his face down cards over for the other guy to look at. Yeah. I'd be like, you just mucked your hand, idiot. You yeah. fucking lose. And plus, if some asshole at a poker table wherever slid me over his cards and started like winking and smiling at me and I looked and he beat me, I'd, I'd slid his... See, oh, I kind of like that because I kind of so found that as a... As a nice it's supposed to be respectful. Because Gibson's not smiling. He doesn't even look happy about it. He's just like, that, they, they're both in. And that guy shows his hand and Gibson just shows, he's like, gives him, it's like, a, I know what it's supposed to be. I know, I know, I know to, yeah, how it yeah. is, right? But I, I don't hate no, that. Nobody would put up with that shit. No. Like, what the also, fuck? A slow roll again? Also the dealer, oh, the also the dealer Jesus. can't, you can't be handing your hand to the, the other guy and having no. him look and get up. No. You have to show I mean, this your is fucking old school Everyone's cheating, too. right? This isn't like modern yeah, casino. And all the that guy should have slipped out those two cards from Mel Gibson to like 7-2 and be like, oh, why did you show me these? And Mel Gibson would be like, what? Yeah, he just quick throws the cards yeah. in the muck or and something. Takes, yeah, He's and like, it, what was it? It looked to me like a losing hand. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You can't, Later, Maverick. You can't fucking play that way. And also, does oh, anyone shit. want to talk about how they th- he threw a guy off the boat who couldn't swim? Yeah. So he murdered that guy. Oh, yeah. All that those guy guys murdered. get murdered. They're Pretty thrown much. into the river at nighttime in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I was saying to the person I was watching this with, I go, that guy's dead. That guy's dead probably. <laughs> yeah. Those guys are that getting out of the river guy, wet. That oh. old fat guy is definitely dead, even though he does the funny hold my hat, kick my legs as I'm thrown in the, the water. The first guy... He does go in like a like a egg with Unless legs. he's pulling a picel and is really nimble. I don't know. The first guy who oh, goes hi-oh. in... The first guy who goes in and gets thrown in screaming, I can't swim Clint as Black. he's hitting the fucking water. Yeah, That's Clint country Black. star Clint Black. I know, but, but he says, <laughs> I cannot swim. Yeah. So he's fucking dead. Yeah. So he just killed that. Why didn't he just fucking shoot hey, him? Hey, yeah. shouldn't cheat at poker. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Those they, are the you, fucking, were, you were warned. You were warned. Didn't Buddy get thrown off with his wife, too, for having guns? I don't uh, know. They didn't show it. Yeah, somebody did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He said he was going to throw him off, but they never showed. Uh, and I, then, do like, like, I do like Coburn's um, thing to Garner, where he's like, he's like your security's already not worth damn, damn. Everybody's got a gun. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, actually, that's a funny line. There are a couple of funny lines and things, but like at, at the end of the day, once again, I've never seen anyone do anything good with poker. It's no better than Casino Royale, uh, where he gets dealt a fucking straight flush. And that's not even a that's not even a loaded hand. That's like a seriously dealt hand. I know, but the problem like, the problem with it is with poke and the problem with fucking trying to do poker movies and represent poker as being cool is they always make the same mistake. And I don't know how else you would do that. But they made they try and make um, James Bond be like, oh, he's the fucking best poker player. We got to fucking give him some more money so he can get back in the game. But at the end of the day, the big fucking win is he just fucking gets dealt Lucky. like an impossible hand that no one else could beat. Yeah. And they all get dealt also impossible hands that they think no one could beat. So why does that make James Bond Except any fucking Bond good? shouldn't have been in that hand in that scene. You know what? No, I think movie, he had um, five seven of spades. Molly's game gets poker pretty right. That's fair. Yeah. And the way she talks about it too, because like not everybody knows about poker and the strategy. Molly's game does a good job of showing what people have, what they're going for, and explaining what the hands are. And bluffing. And, and bluffing. But the, but there's nothing really that relies on one big poker hand except for like one or two scenes. But it's not it's not like these movies, which are about you need to win in order to like get the girl or win the day or save the like world rounders. or whatever. You would have expected rounders to get it a lot better than they did. Yeah, because rounders fucks it up too. Because the fuck? At the, chick, chick, At the chick. beginning of that... <laughs> I, 
stick it in you? <laughs> because at the beginning of that movie, he fucking says he made a mistake. And, and the rest of the movie is actually void because he did not make an error in poker. He yeah. had ace nine. And he ended up with a fucking full house. Yeah. Aces full of nines. He played it right. And he fucking totally played it right. The guy just had... No, the other guy just had pocket aces. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, he had a better hand. But th no one would have folded no. that hand. No. no. No matter if it was Johnny Chan We're or talking about rounders, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but to your point about the, um, about the James Bond style, like, just getting lucky with the hand, that's one thing that I like that they do with Maverick is he takes Jodie Foster out of the game through skill. Like, True. constantly Maverick wins through skill. It's not, like... Only that last card, only the, the biggest hand of the game was one without skill. Yeah. The rest of it was actual skill playing. He's, he's super good and perceptive he's at witnessing at people's people, tells yeah. and their gameplay. He yeah. sees how their card yeah, movements, that up well enough. all that stuff. And then Jody Foster at the end, he beats her with a pair of sixes. And I mean, what a pair of fucking balls on you to do that with a pair of sixes. But yeah, that even, was a better, even against a bluffed hand. Yeah. But that was a better hand than the last hand. It was. And, and showing so that maybe, he's skillful. Oh, totally. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're that, right. You're right. Yeah, maybe you're if correct. I'm overthinking about this, um, the fact that Mel Gibson knew that they were going to be stealing the money at the end anyway, that's why he didn't look at his card. And even though he did get the ace and he can be super proud of that, whatever, that's fair. he wouldn't really have given... If it was a two, he'd be like, I don't care. You win Spaniard and then steal the money. That's fair. Anyway. Okay. So, the, But the poker pretty much... Pretty much is shit in this poker movie. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, um, that's terrible. Like, nobody really gave a fuck about poker who made this movie. Probably even ever played it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It was 1994 before the boom anyway. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of negligible. Fucking delinquent but, dick donor. But the him, him fucking closing his eyes and picking up a card that someone else dealt off the table is yeah. not the same as him cutting a no, deck. No, that's absolutely true. It's not even close to the He just willed it? I don't know. It was a load. Of, yeah, fuck it. Fuck that. No, that's all bad. You can't end them. And so I was going to say you can't end the movie like that, but you no. don't have to because the movie doesn't end. No. It just keeps fucking going. Then we get the going. double crosses now. Yeah. So Everyone's double crossing. Fucking everybody. Crazy Hands Coburn was going to straight up snipe Coop. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> and Mel Gibson over. stops him, right? <laughs> and then, but they know, Mel Gibson would have known at that point that they were both in on it and they were going to meet up later in the woods. Um, then we get another one of these reckless scenes where Coburn's going to kill uh, Coop. Yeah. And Mel Gibson's like shows up when he shows up. But how did he know that there were going to be no words spoken? Maybe Coburn was just going to be like, as soon as he turns his back, I'm going to shoot him. And then Mel Gibson would be like, oh, I waited too long so I could have some funky, smart ass dialogue. And then throws the gun up at the end, which was never loaded. Um, and those two guys have to fight about it. What if Coburn was like a ninja or something? He's like relying on the fact that crazy hands can't fight. Yeah, why didn't he just stab <laughs> him? <laughs> Also, yeah, did or you stab guys, him. We could have stabbed him or done like any of the number. Also, of things. did anybody <laughs> notice that James Garner has two guns and Mel Gibson never takes them away? Yeah. So, like, why didn't he just pull out one of his two guns and shoot Coburn? Because yeah. he never, Mel Gibson never takes his weapons. He only takes the weapon from Crazy Hands, as John calls him. <laughs> He takes the gun from Crazy Hands and then he checks up an empty gun in the air. Yeah. Why doesn't? What if fucking Crazy Hands grabbed one of the guns off Gar Garner's belt yes. and fucking blew his belly out? So that was that's too reckless. Yeah. Um, they should have just fucking both walked him out into the lake and shot him in the back of the fucking head. Yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly what should have happened. It's well, it's. I mean, they could drown him. It's more mavericky to drown it is him. Yeah, throw him, take him out in the middle, and be like, "I can't swim." Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, so then they go start relaxing and being all aloof with well, their cash. Mel Gibson does first. Yeah, Mel Gibson does and first. And then we see the other twist. Uh, yeah, the twist that he's really his dad. And uh, like there was no hints 
along the way for us as the audience. No. None. No, that's a total surprise at the end. Which, which on a second viewing is, is my hugest problem with this because the whole time I'm rewatching this, I'm thinking that's his dad, that's his dad, and he's not acting in any way appropriate that furthers their cause as con men or um, as a father safety. would to his son or their safety. It, it's it's su stupidly reckless. And then there's no hints, even though Jodie Foster has somehow figured it out. Like your dicks are pretty the same and you kiss the same and you sing the, the same wrong lyrics to Amazing Grace, which we never hear them sing the wrong lyrics, I don't think. No, well, they, we, we hear them they sing, sing it once. I don't know that. Yeah, so if they both got the lyrics wrong and she like noticed and had a weird quirk on her face, maybe then would have been some kind of a setup. But there's nothing else. So then I'm just an idiot at the end of the movie. Like, oh, fuck, I should have seen that coming or not. Like, bullshit. Well, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is they wink at you. Then they're like, haha, we, you should have known. And it's like, no, I shouldn't have, which is... Um, that's a difference between a movie like Fight Club. The movie a Fight Club is about so much more than just the twist that, that it doesn't matter if you found out the twist or not because that movie is about about it's about fucking everything it's about like society it's about materialism it's about religion it's about cults it's about male violence so the twist is just cool yeah whereas this it's just like you should have known the whole time wah, wah. yeah and then it's just like okay well fuck off like and, i don't care and we talked about this in our red october <clears throat> review where we're in on the secret we know ramius is going to defect and so then it's watching everybody figure it out along the way that's kind of fun for us and this is the exact opposite where no hints, no nothing. It's just, oh, he's your dad. And then you're just left with these questions like, really? And then on a reviewing, it's like, oh my God. This makes no it sense. It doesn't add up. There's no, like you can look for those hints and they're just, they're Although, just not there. Although in well, my he, multiple viewings when I was younger, I would have never noticed. I, I, I didn't notice I wouldn't have thought about that. it because yeah. the people are so fucking charming. And I just, the scenes on their own are like actually fun to watch. It's a super likable movie. Yeah. The Randy, There's parts of that that are super likable. The Randy Absolutely. Newman music also, it, as soon as I saw Randy Newman's fucking name come Holy up, I was fuck. like, fuck me, this music's going to suck. And it sucks. Mavericks playing cards. I don't like Randy Newman. I don't like Randy no, Newman either. He, how he got so much work all those years, I will never get. Blackmail. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, he Maybe must have known was. some shit about the Me Too that he was keeping under his fucking hat so he could get jobs. Yeah. Deputy yeah. Dick Donner had fucking dick touched him. <laughs> Deputy <laughs> Dick Donner. <laughs> he fucking made him sad. And he had to I also feel like the are... directing is bad. There's a lot of bad writing. It's like, not the worst directing I've seen. Like it's wandering at times. Yeah, no, the story wanders for sure. It could have been 15, 20 minutes shorter. And like their whole thing with the where they finally bang and stuff makes no sense. And he's happy that she stole the money. They just sit there in the tub. They make it sound like he planned for it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fun getting it back. Because he puts a quarter mil in his boots and then leaves that thing there. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you like, let her do that. And he's like, yeah, but it'd be a whole lot of fun getting it back. I'm like, no. No. Well, wait a second. And plus, him that. and his dad both like her. So what? Now it's going to be this weird love triangle with this fucking dad? No, that well, doesn't sound she, like a lot of fun. But she never fucked the dad. She fucked maverick okay but like if if she some chick if same. some chick had yeah. sex with you and she also made it with your dad would you really want to go hang with her and your dad i probably wouldn't if she Especially made it with my dad she's a con man so i want to make sure i'm better i'd be like i gotta do this again but really put my back into but it also i put your dad in a precarious situation because he fucking made it with her too so like yeah, why do you and your dad the old go? west when everyone fucks everyone I like guess. If your brother dies you take his wife like it's a family thing and i just don't think that does sound like fun at least not for his dad so Family have, fucking fun fest. I have no idea of the value of money uh, back in the old west. Like in Deadwood, there there are like thousands of dollars being thrown around, and the, with the way that most people live, and like whiskey's like five cents or whatever the fuck it is. Like, wouldn't even a couple of grand? Like, wouldn't twenty two thousand dollars 
be enough to retire and buy a farm and live like a pretty good lifestyle. So well, like half a million, absolutely. You could do a whole bunch of crazy shit, but that seems like a fuck ton of money. Well, like I say, I looked it up and 25,000 for the entry fee yeah. is worth 600,000 now. Okay. So then you multiply that by what, 40? To get the- 20, because there's 20 players. Yeah. Is so it 20? Then yeah, there's a half million though. Yes. 25 times 20. 20 times 25? What's the math there? Am I fucking stupid? Is that yeah. half a million? Yeah, it's yeah. half a mil. Okay, so 20 times 600. Two sixes are 12, 1.2. So 12.5? No, 12.5 million. So the, the, the half mil is enough to retire on. That's a lot. That's a fucking shite load of money. Yeah. And 600,000 um, is a lot in the so old he West. Gives yeah. her, so he, he leaves 6 mil in the fucking chest for her to steal. <laughs> and um, and she does. And he has 6 mil more in his boot. At that point, I'd be like, do you know what? We're fucking stupid rich. Like, let's just yeah, chill. And how do you trust? Uh, there's like, not, I there's see not like iPhones and shit to buy no. then either. So your money goes way further. Yeah. Oh, way You're further. You're not paying for fucking no. data every month and stuff. You got like, you got some potatoes whiskey, and carrots to eat and whiskey to drink. Yeah. yeah. Blowjobs. Replace your horse every 20 years. And he'd have <laughs> gambling money for the rest of his life. And if he is as good a gambler as he fucking says, the, the little bit of money he's using to buy in, he'll just make more gambling. So who gives yeah. a fuck? Well, I he know. Even, he even says at one point when, when he's talking to, uh, to Graham, about the Indian money and he's like still short two grand and he's like well I guess I could just go make like two grand you know within playing the next cards. couple days playing cards like that's so much fucking money if back in these days you could make two grand in a couple days just like as an almost yeah, absolute saloon sits it's like why what? not fucking just always do that yeah it's true. Anyways, I I uh, I also just hate movies with multiple endings. Yeah, like no, there's a totally. couple of movies that do that, and like one, I, I, the I, another example of this that that I always hated was that one with uh, with Bill Murray and Kevin Bacon and the two girls, the murder and the town, wild wild things or whatever. Is Bill Murray in that? Yeah, he's a lawyer in that. But oh that movie God. also does the exact same thing as this, where it has four like twists. Yeah, it has like four the twists. The lesbian kissing scene. Yeah, the cool. lesbian kissing scene. Remember that. Yeah, of course you do. We all do. But it's it's um that is like got four endings as well. Four twists. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm with them and oh I'm with them and this was a big trick. And to me, that gets really annoying. It doesn't. It doesn't make it cool. No, no, it's not a good way to finish a movie. The only redeemable thing is that Maverick's second ending is actually pretty quick, whereas a lot of those movies go on for like another half hour. This one's like, it's like a quick scene with Garner, fucking crazy hands, and um, <laughs> crazy hands then you go over. to the to the little hot tub scene. Yeah, dunk dunk. Then he's in the hot tub. She steals the money. Freeze frame. Cigar face. <laughs> and it's the worst freeze frame if i, I was Mel gibson i would be so angry because he looks he looks a little bit like he might have a, a learning disability it's or, weird or something it's such a weird frame. final cut watch the freeze frame at the end it is very weird maybe dun, he dun, had a vaccine dun. earlier that day <laughs> maybe but anyways it's very it's i would have complained if i was gibson i would have had that, that removed. that scene and that whole thing with mel gibson <laughs> hey, makes sense if there's hey. a if there's a bath wench giving him head under the water for the whole scene oh, yeah. then he could put he then he could put the cigar in his mouth and be like <laughs> <laughs> well you know but then you also see the twist because she's down there for so long when she pops up you can see gills and that leads into the future sci-fi maverick sequel one of the with the lazy nice. octopus squid women <laughs> one, blowjob one of givers. one of actually there's, there's many tongues. there's many things i didn't laugh at in this movie that i was supposed to but one of the things that i i thought was maybe the funniest joke that i laughed at the, the hardest and was like so subtle 
was when they were burying the stagecoach driver and someone was like, I think he was a good man. And then the, the, the woman's like going through, she's like, well, his, uh, his notes all just have whorehouses in them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I laughed like so hard, like that, that, that's all he had on him was a list of whorehouses. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, he was a good man. <laughs> that was like the funniest joke in the movie to me. There's a lot of like really subtle, like not funny things, but kind of like, yeah. like, like little kind of smirks at like when he sells the donkey and they're like, he's like, not much to tell you. He's a regular jackass and he, uh, he, uh, he uh, will eat anything normal. Donkey that's what I'm talking about. Like that, those little stupid things like that are things that like, see, I hate that. They're like little though. punny jokes. Right. And they kind of like, they give me like a little moment where I kind of smile at it cause it's clever. But and that's stupid. the, that's the winky thing that I don't like that. It's the tone, the tone of the humor. Most of the time it bothers me because like I said, it, it's a little, it's a little, uh, well, see, but that doesn't bug me at all. Cause that fits Mel Gibson's character. Uh, he's a, he's a wise cracking, quick witted guy. Not for me. And so like to make any super likable, he's like that likable scoundrel, like John saying. So for him, like to make quick comments like that, like off the cuff, that's exactly who he is. I'm just saying it's not just Mel Gibson. It's the whole movie. So like when the Indians are like whooping and hollering and then that guy does his eyebrows thing, that shit's all awful to me. When yeah. he's like, when he starts like doing his eyebrows. Yeah, he check. almost I'm, gives up the con at that point. I'm like, this shit's is... just weird. It's just a, it's a very specific Oh, and he's like, yeah, say you want her. I yeah, do want I her. I do want her. <laughs> and yeah. that's, the line like is it's okay. It's funny, but then his extra bit is... Yeah, then his facial features and his barking and stuff. It's, it's just, all just silly. Like the it, whole movie is silly. Then silly that, and, it, and it tona, tonally does match because that kind of thing does match with like the lethal weapon throwback stuff like that. Like the movie is actually meant to be much more um, so silly. taken much less seriously so, than I think that you get the impression of because it's a Western. But Westerns aren't normally ever silly. Like in Blazing Saddles uh, yeah, it would gets be an the exception there. But for sure. That's what, the ter- the, what that term is. Yeah, the movie is silly, but then to John's point, it does it, it tries to be serious at times. And so those two things really clash yes. a lot of the to time. Me, that's what I think. And yeah. so I also don't like that. And so for me, I found a lot of the humor to be uh, uh, not for me. It just wasn't, or it just wasn't what I wanted out of the movie. That's I all mean, I'm I, saying. I mean, a guy can't disagree with, yeah. with that. It's no, and it's just my own. It's my own taste that I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. and that's fair. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think we're ready to call this. Yeah, one. I think so. Um, charming people. I like Jodie Foster is great in her like her portrayal of of Annabelle, and like I like Mel Gibson in this. Like as as reprehensible as a person he may or may not be. Sometimes watching this guy act and he's able to do the goofy, silly along with the action stuff in other movies. I really like that. And Garner, how do you fault him? And Crazy Hands Coburn, he's like all over this shit. Except for when Gibson goes, well, don't shoot him. It's just money, right, folks? And then they yeah. cheers to him. And Garner does the weirdest little yeah. fist up thing that really threw me. That's it's when I noticed It's not taking Crazy a man's Hands. life, is it? No. Like, what the fuck is that scene doing in this movie? Anyway, um, <laughs> it's, yeah. too, it's too uneven with everything. And it's trying to get me to like care about the characters and and they're in peril and they might actually die and then it's like goofy crowd crowd jumping up and down and saying stuff and bad poker really bad poker wow so no it doesn't hold up i'm sorry i used to love this movie uh, yeah i rewatched this one a bunch and and i until i thought of it critically and really followed that thread through of james garner being his dad and their interactions not making any sense who are they trying to fool uh so i thought too much about it and maybe i'm overthinking it but I probably won't watch Maverick again.
Yeah, and for me, I feel like the actors are the thing. You, you, you call them charming and likable and stuff. I just think they're all better than the script. So the problem is you have a bunch of good actors and a bad script. And they're all giving it their all and they're trying their best. But they can't pull it off, not because of themselves, but because of the writing and the directing. It's, not, it's none of their faults. Because there is mo- tons of moments where I do like them all as well. But um, I hate the voiceover. Fucking hate the flashback from the beginning to the end stuff. Can't stand that. Beginning to the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is also very fucking strange. I've never seen anyone do that before. And once again... No, because it takes you right... You're like, oh... We got to instantly set the stakes. It feels like you're resetting. And the poker stuff was really bad. There's a lot of bad directing, editing... the music music is really bad <laughs> like i just it's a mishmash of stuff and there's still those chart like john said charming moments where i i like want to like these characters and, the and i want to is good like do you believe yeah. when him and annabelle are hooking up and yeah i think so like, too but but this movie chemistry is all money yeah. in this if yeah. you take a whole as a whole this movie doesn't hold up for me as a film or a movie or a comedy or whatever the fuck they're tr- they were trying to make it and also it's a remake of a tv show which was probably what this was 94 so this is kind of one James of the movies. garner was the original maverick yeah, yeah that's correct so like this is one of those movies that was once again like trying to take something that used to be popular and come back and now today every movie is this yeah well so. i felt like it's different because it's taken stuff like people now are remaking stuff from like the 90s and stuff like recent film history but like this was a remake of a show that was not only a tv show but like an old western tv show yeah like i feel like you can remake that stuff now because that stuff didn't have the capability or the skill level like even just as far as we've come with like uh progression and writing and directing and all Mm -hmm. this stuff like a lot of that stuff can be remade better now yeah it's almost like they're it's almost like a cross between Blazing Saddles and uh, what's the uh, one we loved from uh, Clint Eastwood? Oh, Unforgiven. It's like they try to take Blazing Saddles and Unforgiven and mash them together or something, and oh, it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't have the chops of Blazing Saddles. Or no, Unforgiven. That's what I'm place. saying. Yeah, so Unforgiven. Yeah. <laughs> so it's trying, to, it's trying to walk the fine line between those two movies, and it fucking does a terrible job. So I'd say no, does not hold up. But I used to love this movie, and that's why we do the shows, because I actually used to... I've seen this movie a bunch, and yeah. I used to watch it repeatedly. Yeah. So in like going back and looking at it today, I, I don't think it works at all. Yeah. Please say you like it, because we need Yeah, we, I think you do <laughs> like it. I do like it. Yeah. I know you I, like I, it. I, I, so <laughs> I feel bad, but I didn't like it. No, and don't feel bad. I mean, but like I say, like same as you, I watched this movie a lot of times since I was a kid, and I... I Still, after watching it now and discussing with you guys and everything else, like, no, the movie doesn't hold up. It's not a good movie, but it is enjoyable. And um, for me, that's enough. And, and I, I do. I like the characters a lot. It's, it's a charming, like, enjoyable, fun ride. It's, it's like you're not on the fucking craziest roller coaster in the world, but you're not having a bad time. You're still at the fucking park, right? Friends, so, like it's on the <laughs> shitty old roller coaster. It's on the shitty old roller coaster. <laughs> With dragons on it or something. You might they not don't make look. it. You might, but it's there. <laughs> there are um, dragons on the side of it. There's a lot of stuff I wish could change that'll ruin it for me, like that cut into the middle with the first scene yeah. and um, stuff like that. That stuff, even looking back on it now, having discussed it, won't, won't be the same. Um, the magic card thing. 
Yeah, the magic card thing. That stuff's bothered me since I was a kid. Because I was always like, that's never the skill that he said he had. And now he's at the end. He's like, I magicked it. Yeah. Like, that's he's never said that he could manifest He said he card. actually couldn't He said he it. could he tell said he, what card it was. He said he couldn't once. He'd never done it before. No, he'd never successfully done it. But he'd always believed since he was a kid that he had the ability. Right. I know. He just hadn't been able to actually, like, fucking do it. And he still didn't do it because he got dealt that card. Yeah. By some other person. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's saying that he changed it with his mind on yeah. the deck. Yeah. No, because at the end, he actually uh, pulls the queen, cuts to the queen of hearts. Yeah, he doesn't do it so then. So now, in, that's on the, the only other, Well, he, he even tells his dad. He, he's magic that card. He believes that he turned that card with magic. So he thinks he did it. I know, but I'm just saying that he established that it was a cut of the deck. So you can have all 52 cards and he could cut to the exact yeah, card. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is the skill that he was claiming. Is he's the not skill the skill that, skill he, that he won. Yeah. That he's saying he has. And, no. and like you pointed out, they are going to steal the money anyway. So, like, yeah. it doesn't matter if he was magic or exactly. not. There was all a conny, scammy... Yeah, it's not It's not the story for me that gets me. It's the journey on it. Because I, like, for me, my my favorite thing in this scene is when Graham Greene shows up. Like, he makes the fucking movie for me. The rest <laughs> of it's really charming stuff. But the whole Indian scene for me, I fucking love it. I love yourself, seeing their community. I love seeing that he's, like, he's not a stereotype. He's, like, yeah. everyone else. It's just the only time when he exists as a stereotype is to rip this guy off for money, right? It's you could have like, made you could have made a whole movie on that, maybe. The, a yeah, buddy you know movie what? with Graham Greene and Mel Gibson would yeah. have been guy, like the real Shanghai now Noon. Now and, we're talking. and then that guy comes and he wants the real Indian experience, so all the Indians that are underneath him and his tribe all have to dress up and yeah. act like Indians. That's actually a that's funny movie. Funny. Yeah. You could make a 90-minute movie out of that. That's way better than it's this like fucking piece of shit. 2,000. Yeah. And then later, <laughs> Mel Gibson's like, you got him up to 1,000? I bet you would have paid two no no no, no two never <laughs> gonna make two <laughs> so anyways yeah it doesn't hold up but i do love this movie and i'm unlike you guys i'll watch it again if it's on tv well i don't have tv but i'll watch it again <laughs> <laughs> no one has tv nice all right well that's some interesting reviews and some good discussion what do you think let us know or don't i don't give a fuck here we go right on <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding everybody uh thanks for listening to this podcast maverick Check it out or don't. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. I don't know. We'll see. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Crazy Hands Coburn out. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.